Coming up, the Cowboys ruined Sunday. Yes, they did. That's next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what, what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have a new rewatchables going up on Monday night. It is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. My favorite Christmas movie. It is me and Sean and Vin and Chris. We didn't do Die Hard because Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's not. We talked about this. So we, it's almost like we can't argue about it anymore. It's like Republicans and Democrats sitting at a Thanksgiving table just deciding not to argue about it. So we, we talk about it a little on the rewatchables and we decide not to. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Here's the thing. If you're releasing a movie in July, you're not a Christmas movie. Even if you're set on Christmas, could Die Hard have happened on Valentine's Day or July 4th? Yeah. It's an action movie that's awesome that just happened to take place on Christmas. I'm never wavering from this, ever, ever. Anyway, we talked about that on the Rewatchables. It's a good one. Coming up on this podcast, you knew cousin Sal and I wouldn't be able to keep the good vibes going for more than a week on Sunday night. And uh, we're both in the dumps and it's next. At least the Patriots are a little bit closer to number one pick. We're gonna talk about that and a lot more. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, taping this 8.35 Pacific time on Sunday night. Last week, we were so happy. The energy was great. The Cowboys looked awesome. I won every bet. I was undefeated in the picks pool. Just great energy. Then the Cowboys brought us down. The Cowboys ruined my weekend. Um, I hate them. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself. I trusted them. I feel burned. I can't even imagine how you feel. What a disgrace. I'm so mad at them. Well, I'll tell you how I feel. I feel insulted. I mean, you should be congratulating me on my team's playoff berth, but uh, instead, just <laughs> negativity right out of the gate. I mean, that's yeah. what a real friend would do. But um, yeah, I mean, we got our asses kicked. I'm not even going to say this is going to serve as a wake up call. This is this is troubling. It's um, we were bullied on both sides of the line of scrimmage. We got run all over. You never want to see that with your team. 
And I think it's partially my fault. I came on Cousin Sal's winning weekend with my new good friend, Phil Sims, and we praised Mike McCarthy, top five mm. in the league. And they was never more unprepared, more uh, the late hit calls, penalties, uh, you know, personal fouls, just garbage, just terrible. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry about your teaser. I don't know what to tell you either. I could love the Rams. I just wanted to put them with somebody I trusted. I'm like, <laughs> what's more trustworthy than Dallas? That's at least a one score game in Buffalo. I, I had that game pegged completely wrong. I thought Dallas was going to overpower them and have the ball and just run it down their throats and that they were bigger and more physical than Buffalo. But mm. on the other hand, this Buffalo team that played today had no resemblance to the team from the first 14 weeks of the season. Like Ira Hawani, who's a huge Buffalo fan, he texted me during the game and he's like, this is one of the greatest days of my life. I can't believe this. I've, I've been waiting for this team. It's mid, It's almost late December. It's It's finally here. It's like, there really was no warning signs for this physical team. And then the James Cook stuff is nuts. Like just since they changed offensive coordinators, he's become one of the most dangerous running backs in the league, if not the number one behind McCaffrey. And from a fantasy standpoint, I think he's third in all par- all purpose yards for the Jeez, season. Is he already? My yeah, God. so they they just unleashed him and it started last week. That was one of the reasons I hit that same gamer. And now it's like, hey, let's ride Josh Allen and James Cook and we'll be this punishing running team. There was no sign of this for three months. Yeah, I'm with you. And you and I say this all the time. Like, if they could run for 70 yards a game, 80, even 90, they're going to be good because then Josh Allen doesn't have to do as much. And so his 1.6 turnovers per game, whatever it is, won't show up. Um, But I think you're right. We're not going to see, we shouldn't see 266 yards again rushing, right? I mean, when you have 266 rushing, you could have 94 passing. And that's what they did today. But uh, I think the Bills are good. I'm going to say something crazy here. I think they might be the only team that could hang with the 49ers. Maybe that's recency bias. but um, And yet, you have news for us where they are in the playoff standings. They're not even... Are they top 10? I guess they're top 10 now. They are ninth. They had... <laughs> every single thing went right for them in the last like 11 days. Everybody yeah. they needed to lose lost. They won their games. Um, and you would think like, oh man, here we go. And yet... Um, they're still ninth. Even Miami losing that stupid Tennessee game. Um, they won today. They Diggs had four catches. Yeah. James Cook had two. Ty Johnson had one. No other receiver or tight end caught a pass <sighs> for their team. They rushed the ball 49 times for 266 yards. I waved in our vote out league because I had a bye week this week because I was the number one seed. And I had three defenses and I looked at Dallas's schedule for this week and the next two. And I, and I waved Dallas and Dallas was the number one defense. But I was like, I don't, there was some. I saw that. Some, you tried to some, trade me Dallas's defense for like I did. McCaffrey or something a couple of weeks ago. But I, I did. I, I tried I, to sucker you in because it was your team. Hmm. I, there were some red flags with them. And I was just like, you know what? I, I think I have, I have the Eagles. I've, I think I have Steelers or somebody, but, uh, but I never expected this. I mean, they got, you know, I, I just never expected them to get overpowered like that. And especially once you realize what Buffalo was doing and they still mm-hmm. got overpowered, that was that was a concern. I guess on the flip side, how many teams other than San Francisco can run the ball down their throat? Yeah. In yeah, the that's NFC, the thing. at least. Right. So I'm not too worried about uh I'm not too worried about the Eagles. I, we'd be an underdog and everything and we'd go there and that would have to be a big win. But yeah, no one's gonna 
push us around like this. I don't think like Tam- like you might play Tampa in the four or five. Tampa that's the other way the thing NFC that sucks. South. Yeah, yeah, but they're not going to run the ball for three hundred yards on you like no. Buffalo did. Then potentially it could be the Saints. Atlanta choked today, so they're probably out of it. They're six and eight, but um, yeah, it might not. It might be one of those things where you don't even have something like this happen again until you get to um get to the San Francisco game. But the other piece of this is, and I wish I had, there's two things I wish I had thought more about, not to have hindsight bias, but Raheem was, Raheem did a good job this week and on Wise Guys today about talking about Dallas at home versus Dallas on the road. Yeah. And how they're basically two different teams and until they come through on the road, you just can't trust it. So that was, that was one. The other was, no matter what really happened in this game, like they're locked into the five seed unless Philly just goes south. And meanwhile, Buffalo is like in do or die mode every week now. And you could kind of feel it during the game. It felt like it meant everything to Buffalo and not everything for Dallas. Well, when we picked the line last week, you were surprised to see the Cowboys were getting one and a half. And you're like, I'm going to put that on a teaser. And that that's yep. become seven and a half right there. And I was surprised too. You get the public money for Dallas, but that is true. It didn't really matter. It doesn't even really matter for Philly tomorrow against Seattle. Like they just have to take care of their Giants games uh, pretty much to yeah. win that division. So I don't want to make excuses. That was probably the worst game of the year. I, I dropped the lowest quiz game, uh, quiz score with the 49ers because they're so damn good. But to get pushed around like that, we keep saying that, but that's it. The, the road thing bothers me too because I thought we had cured that too going to Philly. But is it possible Philly isn't that good? You got to consider it. Yeah. You have to. Because even like you think, uh, well, I, I mean, I, here's my other thing I was going to throw at you. What if San Francisco is the only good team? Yeah. And everybody else is just up and down and not that good. Because you could say, look at the Bears, right? The Bears beat Detroit last week. Detroit mm-hmm. looked awesome against Denver last night, right? That was the best they've looked in seven weeks. Then you have uh, the Bears going to the Browns. They blow a 10-point lead. And it's just like maybe... Maybe it's San Francisco and then 20 teams that could win or lose against anybody depending on what happens in the first quarter of the game. That's another thing I always seem... Whatever happens in the first quarter just seems to determine right. what's going to happen the rest of the way. Even Jacksonville tonight against Baltimore. like They just shot themselves in the foot for an hour and then you know, Baltimore's like, all right, fine, we'll take it. We'll it's take a, it from it, you. It's a shame we can't live bet these games. No, yeah, I was going to throw that at you too. Like FanDuel has 49ers a plus 240 to win the Super Bowl. And you look at that, you're like, oh, that sucks. That's such a low number. But when will we think to bet against them? We won't for another month. Now, the other thing yeah. is teams peak and maybe they're peaking too early. I just don't think so. I think they're so, so versatile, so many levels to this team. Obviously, there could be an injury, but... I'm jumping on that 240, Simmons. I'm not you waiting are. anymore. Yeah, that's it. That's that's enough. Well, what more do we need to say? I don't trust the health with Kittle and Debo and McCaffrey. That's well, why that's I, it. That's, that's exactly why I don't it. Think plus 240's value. I think you bet mm-hmm. it game by game. And there's like right. even on Thursday, one of the bets I lost. I blame Nora, Nora Princiati, who's a great <laughs> guest, but I wanted to put something with San Francisco first half, San Francisco game, and I want to put the Ravens. And she's like, no, no, put the Falcons in there. The Panthers yeah. are a JV team. I'm like, you're right. And yeah. uh, the the best bet every week is Niners first half Niners game. If these guys are healthy, um, Shanahan yeah, right. with what he doesn't, it, it, it hit again today. It hit, it's hit every week. And usually it's minus 280, minus 300, something like that. Yeah, they don't usually have to come back to win. I mean, yeah, I mean, FanDuel has all the Super Bowl possibilities. So if you want to do San Francisco with somebody else, uh, <laughs> good luck trying to figure out if it's the Chiefs or the Ravens. What is Ravens in San Francisco? 
Uh, I'll find it. I don't want to look at um, Raven San Francisco's got to be like what? It's five to one. It's five to one, but that's oh, a good start. Those are bad odds. You, you're just betting those. Bet bet it week to week over betting uh, a five right, to one right. long shot. Those are the best like, teams. A real long shot is you, you know, you're betting like uh, San Francisco against Cincinnati or something. Right. Like you want, you want to get like real odds. You yeah. I bet. Want to bet the. I want to uh, win. I had, it's been so long. That's what I want to do. I want to just win. This is a somber sell. God, we had <laughs> such good energy last week. Hey, how about Bills Niners 16 to 1? That's interesting. Well, who, who was it? Raheem? Who was the one? On one of our text threads, who said they bet Josh Allen fourteen to one because if they beat House, Dallas I on think. Sunday, House, House said for that. MVP, yeah. yeah, yeah. So those odds have to be better too. Um, I don't trust Buffalo, no, and I don't trust Dallas. And all today did was make me make me just more uncertain about who comes <laughs> out of the playoff thing. The Ravens, Jags, other than uh, Collinsworth had about 17 <laughs> Lamar orgasms. Collinsworth has, has done this new thing. He's, he's kind of mastered it where there's a crazy play happens, but he doesn't want to interrupt Tariko. Yeah. So Tariko will finish the play-by-play for the next five to six seconds. And then Collinsworth will start laughing. Like he, he presses the pause button on his own laugh. And it's like, all right, he's talking, he's talking. Oh, oh my God. And it just comes in late. But he had a couple today. He was I know so exactly what you're Lamar. talking about. It was when Lawrence ran and fumbled and no one hit him. And they went right to commercial because it was a turnover. And all you hear going into the commercials. <laughs> Whoa. Well, the play when Lamar scampered around, which was the play of the game, and he hit lively uh, yeah. deep. And Tariko was excited and he had to finish it. And Collinsworth waited, waited. And then he just, right. he can just do it on command now. Uh, I Pretty just great. I love that Lamar. Remember yeah. when he took a dump in the middle of the game? That was one of my favorite <laughs> moments. That was something else. <laughs> Lamar is in that MVP conversation now, though, in a real way. Like like heading into the games today, Dak was a prohibitive favorite. He was like no, no in the no. plus. No, he was no. like plus one fifty. He had the best. Purdy odds. was one forty. No, Purdy was plus one forty. Oh, they had the same. Yeah, Dak was under favored, two to one. and then something happened Thursday night, and Purdy. Took I don't know because Kellen Moore was so bad. I have no idea why Dak wasn't even playing the game. But yeah, it was Purdy plus one forty. But you're right, Lamar's second now at plus four fifty, and Purdy on Fanduel is minus two hundred. Would you see what Purdy did? He did a great move. Yeah, today. yeah. He uh, he. I think were you the one that predicted he should do this? I don't think I somebody's did. somebody on the pod. I'm sorry, I can't remember, but somebody was saying the best move is to def- to basically push the candidacy of the other guy. Right. Because then you look even more magnanimous. And Purdy did that today. He's like, McCaffrey's the MVP. Yeah, I think that's how you watch our game. All I do is hand off to McCaffrey. How is he not the MVP? By the way, he's exactly right, whether he's doing it on purpose or not. But I think that tact should eliminate him from consideration. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> you, you forfeited like your it. chances. I'm looking, I'm seeing right through it. Yeah. There's also the scenario where we might not know who the MVP is yet. And that's okay. We yeah. can say who we think it is after 15 weeks, but I also feel like it could be well, wide McCaffrey open. Like, gets to single, steal it. Well, could he get to single digits, McCaffrey? There's so much buzz for McCaffrey, and rightfully so. It is one of those things. I have the games on all the TVs, and usually the Niners are in some game where they're just playing somebody they're going to beat by 10 to 15. So I always had yeah. that on like the high, TV, high left TV. 
and you just kind of look up and McCaffrey's just running. Like he's like a prisoner, escape prison, just <laughs> ru- running for the hills and down the sideline, there will be nobody near him for like 10 yards and they'll see some safety come flying in and knock him out of bounds. Over and over again, it happens like three times a game. You should give him your high left MVP. Like Bill Simmons, high left MVP award. Sorry. You made the high left TV exciting. <laughs> you just did it. Yep. I'm sorry we can't move you from that spot. The uh, Ravens game today, I mean, a couple of lessons. One is that th- this is the most fun version of Lamar, I think, mm-hmm. where they've they've kind of figured out how to, the, the first couple of years with him where we would always say like, just do, just do the playground. Don't even like run plays for him. Just have him run around and do Lamar stuff. And then they were like, well, we can't do that. That's not working. Got to have more of an offense. And, and that didn't totally work either. And now they figured out how to have him improvise in some of these plays and just have these receivers that can buy time and know, you know, oh, here we go. Oh, two more seconds. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you find somebody. But it's just, this is the most fun version, I think, of him to watch. you agree or, or would you go? No, I, I agree. The, the one worry was with Andrews being out, right? And yeah. I'm not going to say it doesn't seem to matter, but this likely guy is... Uh, very good. I mean, he's targeted Did I half call him a lively dozen before. I think I you called him lively have. before. Yeah, 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 it's likely. Why do we do that? Was there another lively? I know there's Blake Lively. Is, is there another lively? Because everybody I does. I apologize. Yeah. But likely it's lively. Right. He's been pretty good, though. Yeah, we're likely to uh, mispronounce his name again. So, um, yeah, but he's been uh, good. Like touchdowns the last couple of games, and uh, he's trustworthy for sure. They did lose uh, their running back, though. Yeah. And it looks Pete like they Mitchell. lost him. Lost them for good. That did not look like a positive knee injury. So I don't know. They I don't know who their speed guy is going to be, and whether they maybe you'll, they'll be able to pick somebody up off waivers. It feels like there's 70 running backs that can rush right. for five yards of carry. Every team seems to have these guys. Where you're like, who's yeah. that guy? Uh, he just he just ran for 11 yards. Yeah, Todd so, Gurley will be on their roster Thursday. <laughs> Todd Gurley. Um, the other lesson is that the Jags are fraudulent. A little bit. I just think they're fraudulent. I don't. I can't take them seriously. They've gotten, you know, San Francisco destroyed them, Baltimore destroyed them. They're six and six in the United States, mm-hmm. and oh, two wow. and zero oh in London. So I guess the answer would be just more London games. But the Lawrence end of the first half was just brutal. That was so. I bad. kind of like when quarterbacks do that, where they're like, everybody thinks I'm going to spike the ball, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. But then he throws like an out pass and the guy gets tackled in bounds and they lose three points. That was just stupid. So do you think they practice that? Because I like it too, but only if you know what you're doing, right? You got to like go an, like corner of the end zone. That's where you got to run like yeah, that. That's, that's the a only fade? time a fade route's uh, good. Can't be anything short of the end zone. Yeah, that was terrible. The missed field goals took him out of that game. And even that challenging that touchdown, which should have been a touchdown, I guess yeah. with Ridley at the end, they lose a timeout there. Like that was kind of, that was dumb to do that. By the way, I like that they brought the guy on, the rules expert. They brought him on three different times to confirm that the referees or whatever, the booth in New York screwed that up. I mean, do you, do you get angrier when the analyst disagrees with the call or when he agrees with the call? Well, the last time on the Ridley touchdown, yeah. he was like, that's a touchdown. And then they said yeah. it wasn't. And he was kind of mad. I th- right. I thought it was going to be the first bunch. time the rules guy was going to be like, that's fucking bullshit, Chris and Mike. <laughs> I don't walk see off. that at all. They, I wonder if these guys have bet on the game. <laughs> these guys are clowns. Something <laughs> needs to be done. No, I'm but like, that makes me mad. That was so bad. It makes me mad when they're like, yeah, everyone could see it. Even the rules guy, the lawyer, whoever's in there. Or when they, But when they agree with the call, I was like, ah, you're just a homer. So 
Everything that <laughs> right. guy does makes me mad. They should do, do away with him. That was Steve Javi in the NBA games for like three years. He just agreed with every single instant replay right. call, no matter what it was. It could have been the Artest melees. Like, I don't know if that's a flagrant <laughs> on run. Yeah. I uh, cannot take the Jaguars seriously. And somehow they're still the four seed. Houston is in a dead tie with them now. Eight and six, eight and six. And, and Indianapolis Indy, right? is tied yeah. as well at, at uh, eight and six. So... Somehow that division is still wide open, and we'll talk about the Saturday games a little later. Those teams have to gain on the Jaguars. They can't end up in a tie with yeah, them, they have right? To, is that what Kornacki was saying? So the Jags are minus 140 to take the division. And they they need the Jags to lose one more yeah. time, and then they need to, um, to run they the could. slate. So the Jaguars have... Who they Tampa, have Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Red one. Hot Baker Mayfield. Um, if the playoffs ended today in the AFC, Baltimore would have the uh, the bye. We would have Miami, Indianapolis. Right. So it'd be Minshew versus Tua. We would have KC versus Cincinnati. It's fun. And then we would have Cleveland, Jacksonville, which we just saw. Right. And um, I'm just taking Cleveland in that game. So <laughs> as long as they don't have more injuries than they have, but I'm <clears throat> I'm just taking them. I think they would beat them. Oh, I, I think we need to see a settled Joe Flacco. I mean, that was that was a Jekyll and Hyde routine today. I mean, he had some long balls that were great, and then he had just times where he couldn't help himself. He looked like he could throw five interceptions. But by the way, the quarterbacks in the 1 p.m. Eastern were just awful. There were like eight or nine interceptions and probably 20 passes that should have been intercepted. Let's talk about um, Bears-Browns right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award-winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is simplysafe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about. 5 o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, 
The only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Browns Bears. This was brutal for me. I had the oh. Bears plus three. It was my lock of the week. I had money on it. Um, they're up 17-7. Their defense has just throttled the Browns. The Browns are all banged up. I think they had all backup offensive linemen. Like, you know, Flacco threw a couple up for grabs, had a couple bad picks. And yet somehow they come down and they just stop covering Njoku down the stretch. Yeah. I have no idea why. There's third and 15. He's just wide open running across the field on one play. Um, there's another play like on the last drive, gets wide open again. He had 14 targets and yet down the stretch, they're just not covering him. This is supposed to be, you know, a defense that was coming on. And then Flacco. I think he's tough, by the way, before you move on. I think he's what like Kyle Pitts was supposed to be where you can't guard him. I don't know. I, I know. What a late bloomer too. Yeah, right. He right. was supposed it, to be five years ago. This is supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah, I know. But if you look at him, he's monstrous and it all kind of makes sense. Because they couldn't run the ball at all. Flacco throws yeah. for 374. And then, uh, you know, Chicago, first drive of the game. Fields makes this beautiful play where he buys some times and wh- buys some time, whips it downfield to Tanyan, who's right. wide open, 40 yards downfield. And it's not one of those, oh, that should have been a tough catch. It's like he hits him in stride and Tanyan just does the butterfingers mm-hmm. thing and misses it. It would have been a touchdown. And then the last play of the game, they get a really, really good Hail Mary where they throw it straight up. It bounces. It ricochets correctly. And Mooney's on the ground and catches it and just fumbles it. But <laughs> it really seemed like they were, they were going to win. So they basically dropped two touchdowns and they still almost win. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what it means for Fields either because it's unfair that he doesn't get credit for that touchdown that Tanyan dropped. But then you look at his passing numbers like, oh, this, this thing, they really do still have to draft somebody. He can run around. And by the way, that play was spectacular. It's actually not even the one you were talking about. When he avoided Miles Garrett's grasp, rolled left and threw a touchdown. I'm like, oh, he's got a job somewhere Mm -hmm. next year starting, right? But maybe not Chicago. But I think we have to, like Cleveland's making the playoffs. They have nine wins. They'll have to get 10, right, to make it. But we have to be careful how we praise these backups because we end up looking stupid. Like Flacco, like like when we we did Dobbs Sanity for two weeks and now he's going to the USFL. Yeah, I think we need to do like a three-week test. And it's like, if you hear your take, if you heard your take three weeks ago, would you leave the room discussing this with, with yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If somebody who looked like you came up to you at a pub Christmas party and started talking about yeah, Dobbs making the playoffs, like, all right, I got to go. I, I, I got to go to the bathroom, <laughs> even though I just used that excuse four minutes ago. <laughs> well, Cleveland has, they're at Houston next week, home Jets at Cincinnati. So that Cleveland-Cincinnati might end up deciding something. Maybe it'll be, you know, a a playoff spot. Maybe it'll be the five seed. Who knows? But um, the best thing that they had today was Fields, as you mentioned. He was 19 for 40, 166 yards. They had six pass first downs. They were four for 18 on third down. And they uh, he threw for 166 yards total, and the and the Browns defense was supposed to be banged up. They're missing starters all over the place. I thought Miles Garrett was unbelievable. 
Mm-hmm. And he's been, you know, I, I would have picked him for defensive player of the year before that game, but now it's like I don't I don't see how there's another choice. He was so dominant and so good, and he was just on the TV all the time. They were either showing him getting up after he almost sacked the guy or him a replay of him just blowing through two dudes. I thought he was just awesome. And the Browns being nine and five with four quarterbacks. Yeah. With Joe Flacco who wasn't playing, who just hasn't been good for five years. Right. Is the story of the season if you're just talking about the, it's the what the fuck story of the season. I was looking at Stefanski. Yeah, I was looking at Stefanski at 14 to one for coach of the year because of exactly what you just said. Like, if you're going to make the playoffs with four quarterbacks, that should put you in the top three probably considerations right away. But there's so many this year. Like, D'Amico Ryans, if he makes it, you know, that's yeah, uh, I think and, it's him versus Steichen. Yeah, Steichen's in there. D'Amico, I think Ryans would be the guy I picked because that team's somehow eight and six and they haven't right. exactly been healthy. You know, they no. lost Tank Dell, they didn't have Stroud. He made the decision to start Keenum over Davis Mills, which I was really surprised by. That ends up working out. Um, yeah, but the Fields piece of this, so we did last week, I think we were talking about if you're Chicago, maybe you give this a whirl. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I don't, I don't, you know, that was a tough one. Him against a good defense, he really struggles. Like he struggles. Yeah. He made a couple really bad decisions. Even that last drive, they get, the first down at midfield, they get out of bounds, right? And they had mm-hmm. they, they had enough time to run like four or five more plays. And they, they were just like bad plays that had no chance that had to lead to the eventual Hail Mary. But it, it felt like they could have, you know, he could have scrambled for eight yards at one point and he didn't, but it just felt like they could have gotten a field goal range if, if it was like Lamar Jackson. It's such a bizarre situation with him, right? Because, you know, they... They're going to get the Panthers pick, so they don't have to worry too much. But they could have had two picks in the top four if they ended up like a three or four win team. And then you got the quarterback who's obviously fighting for a job, like future prospects, even if it's not on the Bears. And he's so, he's such an anomaly. Like he had like 18 rushes a couple weeks ago. He had 166 yards passing, but the Tanyan thing would have put him over 220. It would have been more respectable numbers. So I still don't want to pretend to be an expert on Justin Fields, but I do, I still, if you, if you ask me, I'd said they'd, they'd have to draft. I think they should draft. The killer for them is they go Arizona and Atlanta at home and then Green Bay on the road the last three. And if they had won this game, yeah. they really could have potentially gotten a nine and eight and I maybe stolen a playoff spot. You know, and you look at some of the teams that lost, like Atlanta lost, Green Bay lost. Um, we'll see what happens with Seattle tomorrow. But we have the Niners, then Philly and Detroit. Tampa right now is the NFC South lead, even though they're tied with the Saints. Dallas is the five seed. And then it goes Minnesota Rams. That's six, seven, and the Saints are eight. And you feeling good about our Saints? I'm not. I'm not. Um, the Minnesota one was the killer this weekend because they yeah. had that game. Their defense looked great. And uh, all of a sudden, here are the Bengals crawling back. They just, Brown just kept making plays. The Bengals kept making plays, and Minnesota ends up blowing that game. Now they're seven and seven. But had they won that, I think they would have been pretty set for a playoff spot because they go home Detroit, home Green Bay at Detroit. And that Detroit game is going to be nothing. They're going to be locked into the three seed. So they're, yeah. they'll probably not play anybody in that last game. So they could have wrapped it. Killed. Now they're going to That killed my Saturday. Didn't you have Cincinnati, though? I felt like you had Cincinnati. 
I had Cincinnati, the money line. And, oh, uh, I okay. and then yeah. in the, I had the Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Denver. It was like plus uh, 749. All right, and, you got uh, to the night at least. Yeah. I got to the night and I'm like, this is great. You know what? I, I was going to hedge maybe with the Detroit money line. I'm not going to. I'm going to let it roll. Uh, and then nice. that Detroit game was over in five seconds. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. They, uh, you know, and people at Cincinnati would probably be like, well, T. Higgins, that should have been a pass interference. But the fact that Minnesota in overtime had third and one against an exhausted defense, an overtime Cincinnati defense. In this day and age, you can't convert yeah. third and one with two runs up the middle. It's like two quarterback keepers when it should have been uh, Tyson Chandler who would lit up the uh, you know, the the Bengals run. I, I don't I don't get it. And then they lose. That was a that was a big loss. And um but somehow, what'd you say they're sixth? Yeah, right now they're sixth. Yeah. Yeah, that that game starts out the Bengals have a great drive and then they have third and one inside the 15 or whatever, and they do a, a tight end oh, option yeah. pass, which right. was awful. Settle for a field goal. Two plays later, DJ Reader goes out for the game. He blows out his quad. Hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is a wrap. Minnesota. And Nick Mullins looked pretty good in that game for the most part. Like, he, yeah. yet another guy who's better than every Pats quarterback that we've tossed out this year. But uh, Minnesota, the defense at least. You know, maybe maybe they just got tired in the fourth quarter, but the defense for the first three quarters was great. I still, I said this last week, I stand by it. I like the Rams the most out of all these. I, I just think they can, that's the team nobody's going to want to play. They could beat Philadelphia. There's no question. I mean, Philadelphia, they they hired Matt, or they announced that Matt Patricia got promoted <laughs> defensive coordinator. Our Ringer Philly special, they did an emergency podcast about it. They're so horrified. They How does that happen? Today. How do they not tell anyone? How do you keep that secret? We know when a coordinator takes a crap, like how how they put Matt Patricia in, in charge of calling play. I, I guess Big Dom would have been bigger news, but they, then they would have to say it. But Patricia, I, I guess it's because they don't want people like you and me reacting the way we're about to. Patricia <laughs> gave them a Super Bowl as the defensive coordinator of the Patriots <laughs> when he couldn't right. stop Nick Foles for four quarters. So and they owe him. Yeah, they he's owe him. one of the more despised people in the history of Boston, recent history of Boston sports. So good mm. luck. Good luck to them. Uh, right now, if the NFC, it would be San Francisco at the bye. We'd have Philly and the Rams, which is brutal for Philly. We'd have Detroit versus uh, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And then we would have you Dallas going to Tampa. Tampa. I mean, that was the other bad thing about this. I still think Dallas would be favored and would win that game, but I don't like when Baker's throwing like, like, like when he's he's going nuts. Like, uh, who was it? We were on a text chain, and Hench is like, "Can you imagine if Cleveland just kept Baker and just would yeah. kept all that money and, and kept all their first round picks like, and everything?" Oh yeah, they 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 might win that division this year. So uh, it's a little I scary. Had, I had Garrett Bush, who's a who's a Cleveland guy, on the yeah. podcast for the year, and I didn't realize this, but he was saying that everybody loved Baker Mayfield at Cleveland. Like yeah. the teammates loved him. The city loved him. They really liked that he embraced being a Brown. He got hurt that one year and it lost his confidence a little bit. But I mean, he was out of the league last year. Right. He got picked up by the Rams near the end of the year. And, and you know, he won that one Thursday night game on that 99-yard drive. And I was like, all right, that looks like that's his farewell. I was looking at his stats compared to Brady's stats last year. So he's 7-7 seven and seven right now. Brady was finished 8-9 and nine last year. Mm-hmm. Mayfield is throwing for almost 3,000 yards. Brady was 46.94, so more passing yards. But the touchdowns, interceptions, yeah. May Mayfield's 20 and 8. Brady was 25 and 9. 
Mayfield throws for 6.4 yards of play. Brady threw for 6.7. Mayfield, the team scored 262 for the season with him. And Brady, they scored 313. He's basically done a replication of, of the Brady numbers, except for the extra passing yards. But with, they had to throw more last year because they couldn't run the ball. They ran the ball a little better right. this year. Yeah, he had but, a ton of yards, uh, Brady. But I... but. Didn't scare me as much as a, a good Baker right now. It's yeah, Baker's weird to six say. and zero, oh, six touchdowns, zero picks the last two weeks, and he just destroyed Green Bay today. I mean, that was one of the shockers of the day. He sliced him and diced him. It was really impressive. They had a lot of injuries in their secondary, Green Bay, and they were coming they off did. a short week. And that Joe Barry um, doesn't seem to be able to react to uh, you know too many moving parts on, as a defensive coordinator. But I was looking at Baker's numbers for comeback play of the year. It looks like it's going to be Hamlin running away. He's minus 600. But Baker, I figure, would be second or third. He's 16 to 1 still. So way down there. Who else is on that on that list? Stafford, second, 10 to 1. Flacco, 12 to 1. See, Flacco over Mayf- I don't. I don't think that's fair just yet. Tua, 16. And Lamar, 16. So if the Browns go like 11 and 6 and... Flacco plays the rest of the way and he saved their season. I, I think he would have to be in the conversation for that. But Mayfield, yeah. Mayfield being on pace, they got three games left. Let's say he finishes with 3,700 yards, 26 yeah. touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Like, that's amazing. We, nobody thought that was conceivable. And I'll tell you this you're going to laugh. Some multiple threads with this today. If you gave the Patriots Baker Mayfield or Gardner Minshew this year, hmm. I think we'd be like really? eight and six. I'm telling you, even today, this Chiefs game, they were in this game. It's just their quarterback play murders them every game. But the rest of the team, like the Chiefs, the Chiefs didn't do that much in that game. It was a lot of like dumb shit that we did that put them in positions. But we did a good job in the red zone. And it was a weirdly heroic loss because they never pulled <laughs> away from us. And then Belichick, it felt like he was tanking down the stretch. We're down 10. and they're just taking forever to run plays. The Pats have the ball, and it's you would have thought it was like the second quarter. And it was yeah. the first time I was like, oh, we're not winning again this year. They're not. Belichick's in. I think Belichick's coming back. I'm in the minority. Mm-hmm. I think he comes back as coach, and I think they hire a GM. And I first think they agree, all, like, you can't, you can't pick the players anymore, but you can still coach. I know you were down on the Patriots quarterbacks always, but when Belly Zappi was 16 for 18, you weren't thinking... All right, we still got to get Caleb Williams to throw to Devontae Parker. You were thinking, hey, Belly's happy to Marvin Harrison Jr. That could never, be something else. Never felt that way for really? a split second. 16 yeah. for 18 was crazy that you were in that game. I, uh, so that everything starts, I'm super hungover because I had a holiday party last <laughs> night. And I don't think I've ever won money or had anything good happen in football when I'm just super hungover on a Sunday watching. And the Pats right. are coming down. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to, now we're going to have like the sixth pick in the draft. Like they're going to get, Belichick's like, fuck you, I'm out of here. I'll mm-hmm. just win all the rest of these games as a parting middle finger to everybody. And, uh, and none of the, you know, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm just like drowning in the couch. And then <laughs> eventually Bailey Zappi will fall back to earth. That's what he's proven. <laughs> The, the only thing that's happened after every Pats game is the quarterback apologizing for his play in the game. And they're seeing they like it. It would have been like if we, when we launched Jimmy's show, Jimmy just after every show 
just gave a press conference. They're like, I'm sorry, the monologue just wasn't good enough. Like, it's, I've never seen anything like this season, but <laughs> he did apologize. He apologized every night for running out of time for Matt Damon. <laughs> that's, that's true. He did. Thing. Bailey Zappi sounds like four of the drinks you ordered last night. <laughs> uh, it's with our friend Daniel. So, you know, it's always oh, exciting yeah. when he's around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Pats, they had 10 first downs. They had 206 total yards and they were two and 12 on third down. And wow. yet they hold the Chiefs to uh, to 5.3 yards per play. They got a couple turnovers. And uh, I don't know. They hang around in these games. You go through and it's like, what would it look like if we had a B-minus quarterback? Mm-hmm. If you flip well, Minshew with Zappi, Indianapolis is 3-11. Three and three and, 11, and I think we're like 7-7. Seven and seven. See, to me, I would take a different tack. Because well, I'd watch that Bengals game and I'd see Jake Browning. I'm like, wow, that guy's good. He really learned from Joe Burrow. I'm excited yeah. for him. Glad he's got his suite and everything. But I would look at it and be like, man, isn't it nice that these guys could get separation once he breaks contain? Like he, yeah, they true. have a lot of weapons. And Chase could be out who knows now how long. But uh, it doesn't. It, it seems like they have like three guys who could get open. You got You have three guys that you can count on for one no. week even? No, we don't. And we don't run trick plays. We don't run anything interesting. Um, yeah. It's the most vanilla offense possible. And then the Panthers win. Right. But my dad was super delighted. The Panthers have this, uh, <laughs> it looked like they were going to lose seven to six. And then all of a sudden, I mean, Desmond Ritter was just awful in this game. And yeah, I think my big lesson with the Falcons is just never spend a top 10 pick on a running back or a tight end. Just never. Just don't. Blind. I don't care if the guy looks like the greatest version of whatever that position has been ever. It's not worth it. Like, is it worth it to, to get Bijan Robinson with the eighth pick? No. Does they weren't even giving him the ball from, that much. Yeah. Right. Seven carries today. Yeah. And, and, and a game where, but first of all, isn't it weird, those Panthers game? It seemed like a night game. It seemed like it was, is, is Carolina in, in, uh, in Dublin, when they're Dublin, like, it's dark. Yeah, somebody was being played it, in Ireland. There was no, it was, I know it was rainy. Did you see that they were charging 45 cents for tickets? Yeah. 45 cents for tickets. It was and pouring yet, rain and with wind. Really bad, really bad weather. And uh, Bryce Young went 93 yards. Just go, we haven't seen that kind of drive out of most teams. And I can't even remember too many good passes in that drive. There was some nice catches. But, um, yeah, that's a uh, uh, good riddance, Atlanta. Get get them out of there. I really, uh, aside from our Saints bet, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Ritter, I don't know how he comes back. He just can't help himself twice a game. But the Panthers have a uh, home Green Bay next week, at Jacksonville, home Tampa. So next week's the week for them, and yeah. They have nothing to play for. Unlike the Pats that can kind of gain this system a little bit. The Panthers, they don't have their pick anyway, so why not? Uh, I have an award for the Falcons. Oh, go ahead. And even though there's three weeks left, and I know we're not supposed to decide awards, the Falcons win 2023's I hate myself for betting on them or against <laughs> them award. Either side, you hate yourself. No matter what, no matter what right. you did, you hate yourself. And yet again, even Falcons money line, it's like, all right, I'm not even going to mess around with the minus three. I'll just take the money line. They just can't play a normal game. They can't do anything right. They also can't do anything wrong certain days. But uh, I, I just don't ever want to bet them again. 
yeah, it's probably similar to your hangover this morning. You're like, why did I do that? Why am I betting the Falcons? It's seven to six or it's 12, 10 in the fourth quarter every single week. And I don't like what I'm seeing and I, you know, or I could get screwed here, but yeah, they're, they're bad news. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say. I was thinking about like, it's really tough to pull the full of shit title away from the Steelers because they were like outgained in almost every game. I think every game and still yeah. won a bunch of them. But the Falcons are right there. Uh, I know they lost today, but I don't think any of their wins should count. The Steelers yesterday, speaking of full of shit teams, where uh, yeah. I don't know what they, I don't know what happened at Tomlin. I used to think he was one of the five best coaches. He's been awful the last couple of weeks. But yesterday, like there was what, 25 seconds left in the first half. Mm-hmm. And they were on their own 20. And uh, the Colts had just done something good. And just instead of running out the clock, they have Trubisky kind of running around trying to make something happen. It's like, yeah. there's, there's nothing good is happening right now. What are you doing? And then when they get to the second half and they actually have to like take chances and do things, all of a sudden they're just running, you know, one yard runs into 19 guys again. It's like, it, it, you guys don't even make sense quarter to quarter. Um, yeah. And then they had, it was third and 20. They're on, uh, they're on the Indy 39. They're down, they're down 11. So they need two scores. So it's like midway through the fourth quarter. And Trubisky's already completed a third and 20, right? Which is the odds of this happening twice on a drive with Trubisky are like 100 <laughs> to one. And they, they try to go downfield to Pickens, who of course, it's not even close. Then they have to punt. Tomlin punts from 39. It's yeah. like, why didn't you try to get like seven yards and kick a field goal and cut it to eight? This is like basic... Madden video game shit, and they're not even getting that correctly. So I don't know. This is a really sloppy Steelers team all of a sudden. I don't Another get Another undisciplined, 101 penalty yards yeah. versus 10 for the Colts. Tomlin uh, and that bizarre, I know this only gamblers care about this, but the over-under was 41 and a half. He's calling timeouts, Tomlin. After giving up the game, he calling timeouts when the Colts have the ball, allowing them to kick a field. I, like I thought the only over he cared about was over eight and a half wins. He really cared for over 41 and a half in this uh, Colts mm. and Steelers game that ended 30 to 13. So their kicker kicked their, I don't know, fourth field goal, whatever it was, maybe more. Right. I was, uh, I watched the game, those early games with a friend of mine today. And I was saying, she was asking about Belichick, like, what do you think? Has he lost it? They showed that, they always showed the stat. They have to show it in a Pats game of like Belichick's record with Brady and then after right. Brady. It's like, so what happened to Belichick? I think my theory is that nobody can be a good coach without at least like a like a like a B minus quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tomlin's another one, right? T- Roethlisberger, the last two years, he wasn't good. Right now, he's now he's like got this picket Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. He's in that Bermuda Triangle. I just don't think anybody can be good with bad quarterbacks. Maybe you can steal a week, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, what like could Andy Reid? Andy Reid had, you know, near the end with McNabb, all of a sudden he sucked in Philly. And remember they pushed him out and it was like, cause he didn't have a quarterback. So maybe, maybe it just comes down to like, there's good coaches, but they still have to have a quarterback and you can be as good of a coach as you want in the NFL. But uh, if you don't have the other piece, it just doesn't matter. Sure. Cause but uh, that said, I still like, I still think they have some good pieces, right? I, I think they're just picking the wrong quarterback. Like, wouldn't you rather like to see Zappy yeah. with Pickens and and Jalen Warren and Fryermuth? <clears throat> like, I, th- I think right. that gives you a chance. I think that's 
an extra three or four points a game, maybe. Yeah, it's true. Titans, Thank Texans you. happened today. <laughs> Tennessee were the Oilers' throwbacks. How'd yeah. you feel about that? I thought that was a f- total fuck you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, it's something Belichick should have done like 10 or 15 years ago if he could, but you don't do that if you're if you're the Tennessee struggling Tennessee Titans, do you? Comes back and bites them and they end up losing. Um, the other thing that happened today, both New York teams, their playoff dreams officially died. Mm. We had uh we had the Jets just get annihilated by the Dolphins. And once Tyreek went out, I ended up making a late bet on the Jets because I was like, oh yeah. I know you love it. Here we go. And Zach fumbles on the one yard line and you know the game's over immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the Giants against the Saints who are, you know, they're garbage and yet the Saints killed the Giants. So, we that was my best bet. Playoff teams. That was my, the Saints, Saints were my best bet. Yeah, you bet. called it. It, it. it was six, and I, you know, I, I likened it to Lynn Sanity, and I said, this is Linguini Sanity with the Tommy DeVito <laughs> stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, it's a great thing when you have like a, like a thing, like Tommy DeVito does that thing with his hand, and the agent does that thing with his hand in front of his face, and then everybody on the opposing defense is doing that to you. It's like yeah. Matumbo with the finger. Like, then everybody right. did it to Matumbo, and it became a pain in the ass. But, um. Yeah, I think uh, that I think that's it. And uh, the agent thing is fun, but how much is he rooting for Tommy DeVito? Because if he does well, that guy loses a job immediately, right? Yeah, it's like that guy gets replaced by CAA. Yeah, Giants and DeVito went out in that game, but the Giants right. had three point two yards per play, twelve first downs. The Jets had one hundred three yards offense, eleven first downs. Ugh. Wilson got pulled again. I think he broke the record today. This was like the fifth or sixth time he's been benched during a game. And this was coming off a week where he was really good. We have It's funny now- you see, I'm sorry, you see like um ac- legitimate reporters actually saying why he was out. I saw a wrist injury, I saw a head injury, I saw a benched, and I saw a dehydrated. All mm. within like five minutes. And I believe all of them. <laughs> or choicey all of the above. Yeah. Well, we don't have to pretend three things. We don't have to pretend there's a Zach Wilson resurgence. Yeah. That That's not happening. We don't have to pretend the Giants don't need a QB. They still do. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to pretend Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Yeah. That's our big <laughs> win. I just can't believe the story every day. Oh, you look great. Oh, they got a side yeah. by Wednesday. The, today's game will determine whether they take him off yeah. the injured reserve or not. The yeah. dumbest story of the year. <laughs> Aaron, uh, Aaron consulted with a coven of witches in Newark, and uh, it's safe to return, <laughs> but only if the Jets are still alive in the playoffs. He's in a darkness room. Yeah. Uh, really ridiculous, and this probably worked out. I do know a couple Jets fans who were kind of back in this week. So e- even oh, yeah. the Jets fans who know better, they still got found a way to get kicked in the teeth one more time by those guys. The only other one we didn't talk about was the... Uh, the Rams Washington where the Washington stages this late comeback with Brissett. Yeah. They waited 15 weeks to play Brissett, just looked immediately better. But then they had this long drive to cut it from two scores to one score. They're inside the 10 yard line for an hour and a half, like mm-hmm. 60 minutes is ready to come on. They're still going. And, uh, Rever- Robo Ron, I'm, I'm just really going to miss him. <laughs> I realized today I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to miss you. Robo Ron. <laughs> He's going to be coaching your team. I don't think you'll miss him. 
<laughs> He'll be the special teams coach. Uh, they're just, it's just embarrassing how poorly uh, managed that team is. But anyway, I was thinking the, the same thing with, with Brissett. I was like, he kind of ought to be ashamed of himself with this roster of awful quarterbacks we've seen. It took him 15 weeks to get in there. I had the same, same thought as you. I wonder why they didn't trade him before yeah. the trade deadline or one of the nine teams that uh, needed quarterbacks. Right. I actually thought for the most part, I thought this was a pretty bad day of football. I thought it was yeah. one of the worst weeks we've had. It wasn't that exciting. Browns-Bears was probably the best game, but that wasn't exactly the best played game and had turnovers and dumb mistakes. And Even this Ravens game tonight, like the Jaguars just kind of screwed up the whole game. Well, the Saturday three games where every team was over 500 definitely was going to screw us for Sunday. And as soon as yeah. that Cowboys, I think I uh, texted you like between that terrible, that awful Thursday night game and the Cowboys, Bills, um, Herb Street, Michaels, Romo, and Nance. What was it? It was like 93-21 in the games that they did, the two games that they did. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. It was bad. Take a break. We'll do Guess the Lines for week 16. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Taco Bell. If you're anything like me during a busy day at work, I need lunch that is just as fresh as it is delicious and easy. And the all new Cantina chicken menu from Taco Bell is exactly that. Made with high quality ingredients like seasoned slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, shredded purple cabbage, and avocado verde salsa sauce. The new Cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla are the perfect daytime choice. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash in every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card member. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. All right, before we do guess the lines, it was the first week of the fantasy playoffs. What mm. was the what was the biggest murder this weekend with the fantasy playoffs? Which player? Which like um, da Dak was a homicide, was right? He did nothing. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Um, who else didn't do anything? I, I I just know my players. I don't know. Uh, Kelsey continues well, you to were be advancing. underwhelming. Oh, yeah, Kelsey's been underwhelming. You were Kelsey. Uh, let me advancing, say something about right? Kelsey. I, I think if Taylor Swift had Travis Kelsey on her fantasy team, they wouldn't be dating anymore. She'd be <laughs> done with him. She would know <laughs> how much that hurts. But I don't know if I'm advancing. I'm up. Um, what am I up? Like eleven on uh, Nathan Hubbard, who's you know, oh, in football the, knowledge in the out league. Yeah, yeah, his football knowledge tops out at uh, what Taylor Swift is eating in the Chiefs. Luxury suite. No, I, I wow. love him, but uh, yeah, I need uh, I need I need his kicker to go down. Well, his ninth grade son is 
supposedly <laughs> running that. <laughs> that team. guy's that's, smart. Yeah, that's word. Yeah. So you need you're up eleven points, and he's got Jake Elliott tomorrow night. Yeah. So like basically one fifty plus yard Jake Elliott field goal, yeah. and you're probably done. Twelve seven Eagles win. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and then in uh in our vote out league, where you're I got excited. A bye week, well, I haven't had a chance to vote anyone out since you came up with this dumb rule and ruined all of our <laughs> lives with it. But uh, the Jennies. It's, it's you and Hench, right? The Jennies who talk a lot of shit during the season and they yeah. just limp dick their way out. They have 46.1 <laughs> points right now right. with Kenneth Walker the third left. What a disgrace. <laughs> they should vote themselves out. You hate that. <laughs> they started Justin Fields, 11.3 points. Thanks, Justin. Uh, so they're out. He said you don't have the uh, the balls to kick him out of the league, but you've now um, promised to kick like four teams out. Oh, so I don't know how you're going to do it. They're on the list. Really? They're on the All list. Right. <laughs> and uh, Hench advanced in our league too. But yeah, it's it's been... Uh, That's who you're playing. Will be, next week will yeah. be good. They, and there's some good matchups that we'll go into that good will rivalries. lend itself to yeah. some, some fun fantasy. But week 16, we do have a Thursday game. We have a Thursday game. We have two Saturday games. We have three Monday yeah. games. We're coming to you Christmas Day. That's how much we love our listeners, right? Yeah, I said, that, I, I said that at the top. We're going to do Monday night instead of Sunday night next week. Yeah. We're not doing Christmas Eve. Thursday night in LA. Mm -hmm. Rams, Saints. So LA has this game, has Christmas Day, Celtics, Lakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First one ever. Saints at the Rams. I wanted to say minus three, and I kept thinking about it, and I kept thinking about it, and I kept thinking about it, and I bumped it, and I did minus three and a half. Yeah. I had three and a half. It's four. Oh. I thought that was a little bit rich, even though we, we both like the Rams. I know we do. Carr is the single most annoying quarterback. The worst. Even when stuff good stuff happens and they cut to him, he's annoying. Mm -hmm. When they're like, you know, they, they, his hand, they, his teammates must. <laughs> cash bar, cash bar car. Is, there's no way his teammates like him. Cash bar car. I commented like he was getting a little better over the weeks. Like he was overthrowing receivers by seven yards and then five yeah. and then four. It's like contractions. Like I think we were going to get there, but I don't know if it's this week. <laughs> Saturday, two games, Bengals, Steelers, Bills, Chargers. Mm. And I think we're going to have two home dogs. Bengals, Steelers is in Pittsburgh. I can't believe it, but I think Jake Browning is going to be favored in this game. What's that? Is there any Kenny Pickett chance? Uh, I hadn't heard, but I thought I thought no. I thought we had a little bit. What was Kenny Pickett's back. injury? I don't even know. Was they it a high even, ankle sprain? Uh, you we got, just it need was to a figure leg. out high ankle sprains in general because Trevor Lawrence is fine and Kenny Pickett is on crutches. Right. Um, Wait, does he need surgery? He needs surgery, right? No, maybe he needs surgery. Yeah, Expecting you're right. He, tore, he yeah. tore some ligaments. Yeah, high ankles, uh, high right ankle sprain. So it's either you're out for the whole year or you're you're back uh, practice at Tuesday. That's the high ankle sprain. Bengals Steelers in Pittsburgh, where there might be some booze, mm. where it seems like the Mike Tomlin, well, Roethlisberger coming out and. Throwing a soft grenade, I thought was was pretty interesting choice recently. Yeah, um, he was terrible his last couple of years. Terrible. He was really bad. Like they didn't we win were, a playoff game his last five years. Like he he, he talk about checking down. He, 
He was couldn't move. I mean, they they would score like three points in the first half every single game. Yeah, awful team. I don't think he was counting on us remembering that. <laughs> he was really bad. We used to bet against him and, uh, with teams that had like a good pass rush. We'd be like, there's yeah. no way he's gonna have enough time. I think the Bengals are favored. I put in the tic tac zone, even though it looks like Jamar Chase is gonna be in this game either. Bengals one and a half. <sighs> I said Bengals one. It's two. Mm. You get it. I don't, I don't know. That's not a... what Pittsburgh beat them, right? The first time, 16-10? I can't remember who... I don't remember that game very well. Would you put Jamar Chase, not entirely his fault because Burrow got hurt, but would you put Jamar Chase in the uh, on, on your first team fantasy murderer all-pro team? For um, wide receiver? I mean, yeah, Stephon I Diggs so. has to get... Stephon Diggs has to get the other spot. You don't count like injuries. So Jefferson's not, you know, I can't. No, I, I don't count. It's not his fault. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I, I had a lot of hope in Michael Thomas this year. I don't know why. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, who else would, um, who else are we looking at? Chargers, maybe somebody. He was the six, he right now in our league, he has the sixth most, seventh most fantasy points. Diggs is somehow ninth. I can't remember like a single wow. awesome game that he's had. No. Um, Puka Nakua, at least in our league, is 11th, and it seems like he was way more prominent week after week after week. I guess mm-hmm. DK Metcalf is a possibility. Devonta Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those Seattle guys for sure. Um, Garrett Wilson, but not really his fault. Well, Devontae right? Adams. Did you say Adams? He's oh, yeah. Devontae Adams. You're right. He's a first yeah. teamer. Yeah. So you go Devontae Adams and who? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I. I don't think I put Chase to like fourth or fifth. I, I Metcalf. I I always think that guy is going to be better than he is, but he's he's right up there. You're right. We should we should do actual work on this and announce yeah. our team before uh, week eighteen for running backs. Oh man, Tony Pollard. He was going for like fifty eight, sixty bucks. He's not even in the very top bad. twelve here. Very very Saquon's bad. I mean, down there though. Austin Eckler's not even in the top twenty. Najee Harris always is there. Um, People felt the Najee Harris thing, though. Yeah, I guess. Remember, everyone was like, uh, "Warren's going to take his job." Jonathan Taylor got hurt. Chubb got hurt. Ooh, Aaron Um, Jones is way down there too. Yeah, we got to do that next week. Yeah, we'll figure. Uh, Other Saturday game is Bills at Chargers. Little AFC, little AFC late sixties kind of feel. Bills Chargers. Um, that's in LA too. Yeah. We didn't say goodbye to Brandon Staley. Oh, we did. Any farewell thoughts? <laughs> well, I mean, just the, I mean, is it possible? I, I think he was like dealing mini Baccarat at the win Thursday night. <laughs> like, I don't even think he waited <laughs> till Friday to get it right. Is that tampering if Steve Wynn hires him uh, before it all? But yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to fire a guy, if you're ever going to fire a guy, it had to be then. We talked last Sunday we were saying Staley would have been fired on Monday if they didn't have the game on Thursday. Yeah, it's too hard to fire the guy with the Thursday. Hmm. The natural reaction to that would have been, well, then why didn't you bet the Raiders on Thursday? Because the Raiders yeah. scored zero points against the Vikings. <laughs> so I didn't want to bet them either. And it's a Thursday night game. So I just stayed away completely. And I went to the basketball game that night, looked at my phone, and it was, the, it was 21 nothing in broke. like five seconds. I was like, oh my God, why didn't I bet the Raiders? But, you know, it's hard to jump on a team that scored zero points, but you knew Staley yeah. was done in the first half. I would never urge anybody to not gamble. God forbid. But when the Raiders put up a goose egg at home against the Vikings and then 
70 or six, close to 70. Four days later. Next week. Yeah, that's that's a bad. I would like, I wouldn't tell people to not eat pizza, but if you look at just those four days, that's disgusting. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he gets a job. Does he get another job? You give him an over under for two and a half years for head coach or no? He's a, he'll get a coordinator job. That's but it. what's funny is they hired him because of his defensive acumen, but their defenses mm-hmm. were never good. And then I mentioned earlier about the coaches like that don't have a QB. It's tough to judge them. He did have a QB the whole time and still couldn't win with them. But and they should have fired receivers, him. Good everything. They should have yep. fired him after the playoff game. We said that after the game in January. Yeah, you're right. You can't you're come right. back from that. That was that was a wrap. Some owners are just very different. They're very just very very different about how they approach this. It's weird because nobody cares about the Chargers in LA at all. Yeah. I, I don't. Do you know a single Chargers fan? Not really. Between Maybe us, one. the two of us, we know a bunch of people. I don't know anybody who loves the Chargers. No. And we live they, right here. Yeah. They moved from San Diego and they do it in a way that all of the San Diego fans are like, fuck that team. They're dead to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they come here and the LA people are like, well, I don't care about the Chargers. So they're just, and they're the tenant in somebody else's building. So you could argue they're in the worst situation of any professional sports team. They're in well, a city that doesn't like them. They are. They don't even own their own stadium. They have mm-hmm. no history because all their history is San Diego and Phil Rivers and Ladanian Tomlinson and Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow. It's like it's basically like the Seattle SuperSonics with Oklahoma City, where it just doesn't feel like a piece of them anymore. Right. And now they have no coach and no GM. But at the same time, I feel like it's a pretty good job because you get Herbert. Yeah. If you got it going, you got some excitement. And to me, this is the Bill Belichick team. Absolutely. If you want to break that record, you want to do it in two years, not f- four years, right? And yeah. go into a team that can't win. I, I did something on my show. I thought the Chargers, who were coincidentally playing the Raiders, they should just swap sites and not even move. But Spanos should talk to Mark Davis and be like, look, we screwed up. The Chargers yeah. have no place in LA. The Chargers will be in Vegas. They're used to not getting fans anyway. That's fine. It's a more fun experience. The Raiders could come back to LA where their fans are. You'd still do see Raiders flags flying right. everywhere. So that would be the swap to make. But yeah, otherwise, it, it's not looking good for the LA Chargers. Or move to Mexico City or London oh, or yeah. Germany or do something like that. I, right. I just don't know what they have to gain from being in LA. I, I don't understand it. They're also, they don't spend a ton of money. You know, that I think they're notoriously cheap, which would be the case against them getting Belichick. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, if you get Belichick, I wouldn't want him to be coach GM because he's just proven the last six years he can't do that job. Right? Yeah. He's, he, he, I mean, we have the worst kicker in the league, Chad Ryland. He's, I think, the only guy who's under 70%. He's like 13 for 20 this season. He's the only guy who's under 70%. It's terrible. We took him with a fourth rounder this year. He's the 112th pick in the draft. Yeah. No other team took a field goal kicker before the sixth round. Belichick took him in the fourth round and he sucks. Like, I, I how many times, how many mistakes could this guy make in free agency? And, and I don't blame him. He's the greatest coach of all time. I don't, I just think it's unrealistic to think you can do both jobs when you're 73 years old. But if he's it's just a the coach, I think he'd be good. Yeah. So. I, I just don't know how many uh, organizations offer that, really. And as far as like the Chargers staying in LA, like, there must be, there's got to be a financial motivation, right? Like we don't see Chargers jerseys and we don't see this yeah. and that, but it's got to be worth it. Otherwise, you just lose and lose and lose money year after year. Would you do Jim Harbaugh? 
Yeah, that get I think people that excited. Could, I think that could shake things up a little bit. As much as I don't love him. What about a famous legendary coach who's dead? Oh yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like they hired Tom Landry. Nobody in here even knows what's going on with the church. Like, well, they got Tom Landry. They just, just trying to Jedi my trade. But it's a guy named Tom Landry, but it's not actually Tom Landry. It's just he wears some guy the hat. Who's in Orange County. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the hat? It. It's like, there yeah. he is, Tom Landry, but it's not Tom Landry. <laughs> Madden is back. Look at him go. <laughs> or they could hire like Al Pacino. Like they could hire somebody who played a football coach. Right. Try that. Right. Yeah, get Tommy DeVito's agent. He loves <laughs> he loves the sidelines. What's Tommy DeVito's agent's name? Um, Sterling Stiletto? Yeah, something like that. Steven Stiletto or something. <laughs> He's a, I was thinking when uh when I moved to LA and Jimmy was involved in that San Gennaro feast. Oh yeah, right. And it had all of those like kind of C and D list actors and celebrities, Italian guys, and it would be like, There's Carlo from The Godfather. And uh I was just thinking how oh, that's Tommy DeVito's destiny, like twenty years from now. There's Tommy oh, he DeVito, was there. won a couple games for the Giants. Like that's <laughs> oh, definitely DeVito. him and Tommy DeVito in 2048. His agent, it's him right now. Right. I thought like, you Tommy were Tommy DeVito in like 2042. It's like, there he is. He, had the, he won three games for the New York Giants. Well, some pizzeria was going to pay him $10,000, I think, in New Jersey as an appearance fee to show up next week or yeah. something. And he was on board. And then he's like, no, 20000 Like the agent mm. is pricing him out of the game. And the, and the pizza place is like, yeah, we, we can't afford that. And you guys suck today. So the shine's off. I see a really good media career for him. <laughs> the the JJ and Tommy show on New York, New York, just t- taking over. Um, you think JJ would take him? He's, JJ he's would take him. He's got a good personality. I think th- JJ would like yeah. him. Yeah. I think he's got to do the tour. He's got a DJ with, uh, what's who's the, uh, who's the Jersey Shore kid? Oh. <laughs> Holly D. Yeah, he's got to do that. He's got to be like uh, the keto Guido with the the other mm. the other one. He's got to do that round first, and then then JJ's up for it. Great stuff. Great name. Tommy DeVito is just oh, an awesome terrific. Italian name too. I have uh, Bills at the Chargers. I got the Bills by eight at oh, wow. LA. All right, I'm like Simmons is going to crush me on this one because I was off five points, but you were off five and a half points. It's thirteen and a half. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. 13. I'm checking again. It's 13 and a half. I was about to say to you, watch the Bills lose this game with Austin, uh, with Easton Stick. Mm. And, and I'm still not sure <laughs> they're going to win. 13 and a half. So are the Chargers now the worst team in the league? That's what that I, line tells I guess me. So I guess so. Easton Stick it, was really bad. Even Denver didn't get this many points when they gave up 70 to the Dolphins. They didn't get that the next week. This is bad. Who are we putting the Bills in a 13 point tease with? <laughs> There's only, only two other three games. more teams. They're on Christmas. You'll see. Sunday's marquee game. Your piece of shit team, the Cowboys. Uh, jerks. They're in uh, Miami trying to redeem themselves against the Miami Dolphins. I'm assuming Tyreek plays. That was so Miami. weird. Do you see him walk? He walked. Quickly into the stadium. He was like jumping around the sideline like he was, had a Fitbit and he was like checking steps. So he really looks ready <laughs> to play. And uh, they, they cut away to him too much, I think. I thought the Monday night injury was one of the weirdest in-game injury yeah. kind of sagas I've ever seen. Because he came out, he never went in the blue tent, or at least they didn't show it. 
And then he stood on the sidelines. He wasn't sitting. He wasn't on crutches. He was just standing on his bad ankle. He would and sprint to the sideline. Yeah. After, and then it seemed uh, like he might come in. Yeah. Then he did come in. Then he came mm -hmm. out. And then he came in again. And then he like sprinted back out. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Are you hurt or not? I don't know. I don't and then know he got scratched this week. Very strange guy. I have uh, the Dolphins favored by three over the Cowboys. All right. I hit this exactly. It's one and a half. Mm. And I think I recommend taking the Dolphins. This is just going to be a bunch of games the Cowboys don't need here. I don't know. <laughs> don't take the seven and a half. I know you're looking at that one and a half saying plus seven and a half on a teaser. Don't you dare do it. I won't let you. Maybe your team just need to get slapped in the face. No. No, we have we have some issues. Although, I mean, at, by the way, Mostert, the way he runs the ball, everyone's talking about Tyreek Hill. I get on JJ yeah. all the time because he's a big Dolphins fan. They're screaming about Tyreek Hill for MVP. This guy's got 20 touchdowns. He's a very right. underrated player right now in the league. Yeah. Is it going to have like 26 touchdowns when it's all done? I have three watchable games. One is uh, Cleveland at Houston. And yeah. we think Stroud will be back for this, right? I'll tell you, they're basing it on him being back. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. So I have the Texans by one and a half over Cleveland. That's what I had. It's two and a half. Hmm. Okay. It's a tough one. Tough one. Their pass rush was phenomenal. It might be as good as the, the Browns. I know so, it's against a weird team, but what was what was the job he didn't want to take? Denver? Who's this? Demico Ryan's? Ryan's. Didn't he like bow out of the Denver one because he yeah. wanted to Houston? Yeah. He could right. add either. Smart move. I guess so. And it's very risky, right? They're two one and duns before him at Houston. So if Houston loses that, I think Houston is in, they have to keep winning or they're in a lot of trouble range here. Right. Because they have this home Tennessee and add Indy. They're going to have to win the Indy one too. But I think they have to win this Cleveland one. Cleveland could potentially lose it and be okay, but they have the Jets the next week and then home, and then add Cincy the last week. But Do we think a 10 and 7 is going to get bounced? Yeah. I think wow. it's possible. Yeah. Wow, the Bills. Interesting. Next one is Lions-Vikings. It's in Minnesota. I think the Lions are going to be favored. And I'm putting it in the tic-tac zone. I got Lions by one and a half. No, I got you. I said two and a half because I figured it would be like when they played Chicago, they gave three and it was crazy. It's three and a half. That's too high. Detroit favored. And they play again week 18. I don't agree with that. They're going to put the fucking living shit out of the golf and the crowd's going to be going nuts. This is a bad spot for the Lions. I like the Vikings. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of the line. I mean, what's? Uh, I don't think they're what we saw Saturday night, Detroit. Not no. quite that. That's they want to be up ten nothing. That's when they right. look awesome. Right. Last one is Bucks at home for the Jags. A little Florida battle. Mm -hmm. I got the Bucks by one and a half. Uh, Tampa Bay. You got the Bucks by one and a half. Yeah. Oh, that wait. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get this. Help me figure this out. I had Bucks by two. It's yeah. Jags by three. I win. Yeah, you win. Why did you have to figure that out? I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was lost. Actually, now it's Jags by two as I look at it. But you win either way. 
Man, do Jags you agree with that line? Not after what I saw tonight, what's really. Good, what's good about the Jags? Why should they be favored by against any 500 or above team? I don't, I don't get it. I, I think we like Tampa more than a lot of people do, but still. Well, what's funny is Tampa and India are very similar. You don't want to take them seriously. And then if you actually watch the games, they move the ball up and down the field and their quarterback mm-hmm. hits guys on third and eight, third and 13. In the red zone, he hits tight ends, jumping around. Like these, both teams just make plays. Some point I know, you got to give it up. He'll, he'll crush us, Baker. He will, because he just will. But when he throws a, like an 18-yard pass over the middle, I'm as confident as I am in yeah. like 20, uh, really top seven, seven quarterbacks. Both guys also, the teammates like them and the teammates respond to them. And you can mm-hmm. see that on the TV too. It is not the Derek Carr situation. Yeah. Fairly watchables. Atlanta is home for the Colts. And I think this is going to be the 90th straight week where the Falcons line is going to be weird. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm going to say Falcons minus one over the Colts. Oh, I said Colts by one. It's Colts by one and a half. Oh. Jesus. I, I think Fandle's off the Falcons. Man. I think everyone's like, yeah, this team scores 16 points no matter who they play. Wouldn't you rather have the Falcons at home than on the road, though? I guess so. I guess so. It just seems like a same kind of deal. Colts, this is in a dome. I don't know. This doesn't scare me. Do so you like the Colts? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get crushed with the Colts. I had them like to not make the playoffs and a lot of parlays and stuff. I'm, I'm in a lot of trouble with them. Falcons uh, defense seems like it's banged up past the point of no return. That's not helping them. Right. And then, you know, they spent all this first round capital on Drake London and Pitts and Bijan Robinson, and none of them are special. They spent a high second rounder on Ritter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of capital to not end up with one guy that jumps out of the TV. And Bijan looked like, a, especially in the first two months of the season, looked like he was yeah. really, really talented. But you watch the games and he just, just doesn't really seem that impactful. I don't know if of it's all the, the offensive line's uh, fault or what. All the teams that passed on Lamar Jackson, the Falcons are the dumbest, As a right? free agent. Yeah, they, it's, yeah. The, it's the least defensible. Yeah. I think Arthur Smith's a dark horse to get bounced at the end of the season, too. I've, yeah. ne- I've never watched that Falcons team and thought, oh, man, crisp team. All right, five teams are in the poop fecta. Seahawks at the Titans. I had the Seahawks favored by one and a half. I had two, and it's two and a half. Oh, you're beating me this week. I know. Barely. Jesus. But I, I looked at everything. I was like, this is one and a half or two. I really couldn't differentiate. Broncos are home for the uh, Patriots. And I think this is in the Vegas zone. Mm -hmm. I had an idea for the Pats, by the way. Because we really need to lose these last three games. Like, we got to take care of business. Right now, we're number two. Yeah. (laughs) I think they should platoon Zappy and Mac. And not even, Hmm. not even like, each guy gets a series and it just goes back and forth. I would say every three plays. Mm Mm-hmm. Belichick could just say, we're ju- trying something here. It's never been done, but we really think the defense will have trouble adjusting. Every three plays, a new guy's going to come in. They need to just shatter the confidence of whoever's the quarterback. Not that that needs a lot of help because they've been bad, but let's like experiment, get super weird with this and just make sure that we don't win any of these games. 
I think, well, first of all, I, I don't know if you're, how much you're joking here, but where do you think Belichick's head is really with winning these games? He wants to win these games. He wants to win these games. It didn't seem like he wanted to win the game today in the fourth quarter. Well, I thought the clock management was super weird. Your idea would work after this week because the, the problem with platooning, everybody says, is, well, you, you take your quarterback out of a rhythm. Your, co- your quarterback, yeah. whoever it is, is coming in, can't be in a rhythm. Belly Zappi was 16 for 18. So he'd be like, hey, screw you and your rhythm. It didn't work yeah. out. This is what I'm going to do. I don't mind that idea. The rhythm method. Yeah. Broncos, I have favored Broncos minus five. All right. You get it. I said four and a half. It is five and a half. Mm. Must win for Denver. Must lose for New England. So, of course, it's going to be close. That's a night game. That's a Sunday night. Christmas Can Eve. I do my impression? Is it a night game? I think it's five. Yeah, I wrote five fifteen now. Can I do my impression of whoever the announcers are for this game? Yeah, we talked to Sean Payton. Uh, we talked to him last night, and he has so much respect for Bill Belichick. <laughs> he just thinks the world of him, and it's just he just couldn't couldn't spend enough time talking about what a great football coach is. Then an hour later. We talked to Bill Belichick last night, and he just has a world of respect for Sean Payton. He just says he is just one of the best coaches <laughs> he's gone against and really, really respects that guy. <laughs> They're asking, asking all the right questions. Have yeah. you ever heard of we talked to him yesterday and then there was some sort of revelation? We are like, wow, that was really interesting. No, no, I don't think so. I, I think they hold back the good stuff. I really do. I think some of those, uh, I know those things go for hours sometimes. And there has to be something good that comes out of them. But I think it's just like, hey, keep this under your hat. Promise me you won't say anything on the air. Well, yeah. well I remember because a couple of times I announced basketball games and we got to meet with the coaches beforehand. Yeah. And they, would, they were way more candid and you kind of they're kind of trusting you not to use stuff. Yeah. But they're like, God damn, that guy's driving me crazy. You know, and, it, and you're like, oh, good to know. Um, right. But yeah, they just kind of use the boring parts of it. I think this is a Collinsworth game. This is a Sunday night yeah. game. Uh, if he's working Christmas All right. Eve. Um, I'm parlaying the Broncos money line with Collins. We're saying that Sean Payton, they talked to him yesterday and he just has so much respect for Bill Belichick. Parlay, Fandle. Did you, you see the same gamer for me? I think they would. Yeah, put that up there, Fandle. Let's have some fun, some Christmas fun. By the way, I don't know what the exact money figure was, but 110,000 people bet my Bill's same game parlay last week. On oh, Fandle. and they won. They won. 11 to 1. Yeah, I don't know nice. what the exact number was, but oh I was my excited. God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, have run. some FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, but they're making it all back on your basketball parlay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a basketball parlay swamp. I got to yeah. get one this week. Jets home for Riverboat Run. Oh, now Rowboat Run. And uh, maybe Jacoby Brissett. Why not? I, I, honestly, you, you could tell me any line for this. I said Jets by two. I have no idea. It's what I had. I had two. It is three. Yeah. Five and nine versus what a four dumb and game. Ten. 13 years they've been eliminated from the playoffs in a row. Seems like more. It's going to be, yeah, 13. Mm. This is going to be a tough YouTube multi view day because not only is it Christmas, yeah, but. A lot of these games aren't that great. So yeah, we have it's 
six in the morning or six a.m. in the eight, morning. You can do like the three squares instead of four. So you can just not right. have, I did that with Jets Dolphins. Yeah, I was nice. like, I gotta get that off. I don't even want to watch <laughs> one second of this. Packers are at the Panthers. I have Packers. I put this in Vegas zone. Packers five and a half. Um, you're going to get this. I was stupid. I said two. It's four and a half. Mm. Why did Vegas I say zone. two? It's dumb. Well, I, I guess because Atlanta, I guess Green Bay is considered better than Atlanta at this point. So the Packers, they have one of the worst defensive plans in a long time against the Giants on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Where it just, that was just abysmal. Letting Tommy DeVito just run around. And then, uh, the game today was just as, or the game yeah. this weekend was just as bad. And now they could do the trifecta and blow their season. LaFleur went from, look at LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy doing it without Rodgers too. I actually think he's a firing candidate if they lose this game. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't lose in December. Unless it's um, December <laughs> unless it's the uh, last two weeks. 17th or December 10th, then, then he really loses tough. a lot. Yeah. It's a winnable game for Carolina. Green Bay's banged up. <laughs> I know. I know. It's and so they weird. got nothing to lose for. You know, why not? They don't have their pick anyway. Tepper looks a lot better to go three and 14 or four and 13 than it does to go two and 15. So yeah. we're trying to win. There was a play. I don't know if you saw it. It was, it was a bad measurement. And so the defense thought they held and, and the uh, Panthers thought that they got the first down. So the Panthers offense stayed on the field and then Atlanta's offense came on the field too. So both offenses were on the field for the, by, for, while the referees figured out what the hell they were going to call. And Ritter stood next to them. They're like, oh, look at the two quarterbacks going at it. They're talking about it. I was like, oh, that's not a quarterback. Like, Ritter is about a foot and a half taller than Bryce Young. He is <laughs> yeah, so small. Great. I'm not a big guy, but for God's sake, yeah. I can't believe how small he is. You saying that made me think maybe that should be the overtime rules for if Whoever's the two teams, wins. <laughs> no, if, it, if the game goes into overtime, and both teams are under 500, only the offenses can play in the overtime. So Ooh, one like offense that. has to stop the other offense and vice versa. I like that a lot. To get the game over faster. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe the USFL could do that. Um, Packers minus four and a half. That was my guess. So I won that one. Or I you said, got that I one. I guess five. Yeah, yeah you got right. it. You got five. Last one is um, also terrible. Bears, Cardinals. Yeah. In Chicago. Kyler got hurt today, but I, I couldn't tell if that was, was that, is he playing next week? How bad was the injury? Oh, he's a, he got an elbow to the nuts. It was actually kind of funny as long okay. as he's okay. But, so I'm rolling around. I think he's back. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say bears by five and a half. All right. You're going to get this. I said three and it's four and a half. Mm. Let me do the score here. One, two, three. I think, four, I, five, I, think six, I tied it. Eight to two, three, four, five, six. You're winning eight, seven. Oh my three God. left. What a comeback. No, oh, no, four left. It's tied. It's tied. You're right, Kyle. You're right. It's 8-8. Great job, Kyle. Um, <laughs> three left. Christmas Day. Did we have three Christmas Day games last year? I don't think so. It seems like a lot. Is, it's just an extra nice gift. Oh, you don't like this? No, I, I'm excited for it. Just Christmas oh. Monday, three games. Yeah. You know, it's not excited. My wife. <laughs> also, I did broached that there was a Celtic Laker Christmas game that I was thinking about going <laughs> and I did the I have to go for work <laughs> excuse and she's like but I thought you and Sal were doing your podcast on oh, Monday night no. so what are the Celtics Lakers so she's I, I think I just screwed it up 
I love this because uh, I don't want to get into it, but one of the considerations of whether or not you were going to do the NBA countdown was Christmas Day, right? Like, I can't keep missing holidays. And now there's that was why I didn't want to come back for the second right. year. Yeah, I missed right. the Christmas. It was brutal. And now there's like 14 football games on and yeah. basketball. Yeah, but my kids great. don't want to hang out with me anymore. So it's, oh, it's, it's actually way better. Makes sense. Um, Monday, first game, Chiefs Raiders. The Red Hot Raiders. <laughs> So my initial instinct was to do Chiefs by nine because it was in Kansas City. And then I started thinking, should they be favored by that much against anybody? And then I said, fuck it. And it's Chiefs by nine is my guess. Oh, I wish you would have talked yourself lower. I said 11 and it's 10. So we split it. Hmm. It's just hard for them to score, man. Kelsey does not look the same anymore. So I don't know if he's nursing an injury or what, but he just is moving slower. Yeah, he's got jet lag from all the all the private jet flights. (laughs) It's not good. I think he got banged up a little too. He sat out, and Tony dropped another ball. And um, you know, if they weren't playing the Patriots, they wouldn't have covered nine and a half probably today. Yeah, but I don't know. They they just kind of beat up on the Raiders. What they beat them thirty one seventeen last time. Yeah, Eagles are home for the Giants, and. Ironically, I had this right around that 10 too, but I did Eagles nine and a half for this. All right. I got this exactly. 10 and a half. So you got to beat me to tie here in the last one. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, sorry. Jesus. So what are we looking at for our teaser? So you like the Bills, well, Chiefs, let's, We'll do the Eagles. last game and then we'll figure it out. All right. Because I'm going to nail this exactly and we're going to tie. Okay. I was off by a point and a half. I was, I'll tell you that much. Okay, 49ers home for the Ravens. And I have 49ers by four. Yeah, you got it. I said six because they were, they've were been jacking up these numbers at least until Thursday. Then they go down. It's four and a half. Oh, Vegas zone. Interesting. So we tie, yeah. All right. So is that third- game going to be as good as we hope it is? I mean, it, it, as long as the 49ers are healthy, I just think they smoke yeah. everybody. I don't even That's think this is hard to figure out. They're dominant. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely. If all those dudes are playing, somebody was saying during the, one of the announcers was saying during the game today, it's like watching an all-star team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, they have like one of the top four tight ends, if the best running back. Debo and Ayuk are up there as a combo. We forget about Ayuk. Ayuk's great too. Yeah. Purdy is about as accurate as any quarterback we have in the league. And they Mm -hmm. have a top three offensive line. It's ridiculous. And their defense can make plays. And their defense, I think, is going to make the difference here. The Ravens don't have that. And every game, they have a lead. Yep. All right. So this is what I mean. So you say, all right, you don't like the plus 240, whatever, for Super Bowl. Let's. Go heavy on the Niners here because I'd, I'd be shocked if they lost this. 13 point tees. Bills down a, a half point over the Chargers. Uh-huh. The 49ers, I know this will make Raheem mad, taking them through the zero. Yeah. And making them plus eight and a half oh, at home man. Oh, against the good. Ravens. That's going to lose. Good. All right. So we need two more. You don't like the other two um, Christmas games? Chiefs, Raiders. I'd want to have the Chiefs at plus three and a half to pull that off. Eagles, Giants is a stay away. Um, this becomes difficult now, then. Yeah. Yeah, this <laughs> becomes harder. Colts, Falcons? Well, are the Colts going to... We take the Colts to uh, 
plus 11 and a half. That sounds the thing exciting. is now now you got a bad quarterback though, right? Now you have you, you had Josh oh. Allen, nice. Well, you have Purdy, oh. good. Just take a shot at Minshew. <laughs> you could have Mahomes, but no, you don't want to do that. Hmm. Yeah, that's what the thirteen um, stuff. Let's take a break and we'll do uh, a little parent corner. We are supported by NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV, where it's easier than ever to follow the race to the playoffs. And it is a race because it seems like everybody's involved in the playoffs right now. You can get the midseason price starting at $79 for the rest of the 2023 season when bundled with YouTube TV. And you can have a courtside seat, a sideline seat, whatever close to the action seat is to all these different teams fighting for playoff positions. Fun storylines like, are the Bills going to make the playoffs? Can they do it? They're ninth right now as we're heading into the final couple of weeks. Uh, what's going to happen with Philly and Dallas? It seems like Philly has the inroads on that. The NFC South, wide open. AFC South, wide open. Uh, all kinds of stuff happening. There's no better place to watch all of those different races than with NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV. In addition to multi-view, they've got great features like stat view, and Fantasy View. Check those out if you haven't. But thanks to NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube and YouTube TV for sponsoring this segment. Truly, it is the best place to keep up with all your favorite teams. Out-of-market Sunday games. And now, again, watch the rest of the NFL season for a lower price. Get NFL Sunday Ticket starting at $79 when bundled with YouTube TV where you get even more football. Sign up now. YouTube.com slash BS. Lowest price on YouTube TV with base play and rest of 2023 season. Terms and embargoes apply, no cancellations. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Every day as a parent is filled with lots of quick decisions to make for your kids, and they aren't always easy. But when it comes to deciding what car to buy, CarMax makes it simple. You can take a full month, up to 1,500 miles to love your car, return it guaranteed. Learn more. Find a car you'll love today at CarMax.com. All right, what do you got, Sal? All right. Well, I want to go over life of a wrestling parent. I don't know how, if you've experienced it yet uh, so much. I know you're, uh, Ben is into it, right? Like, Yeah, he's doing it. He's going to start actual matches in uh, January. I thought it was going to be this weekend, but they pushed it. Okay. Well, my middle guy, Jack, had a tournament. And yeah. um, so he has to make weight for the Saturday um, tournament. And he has to weigh 120. And he's 122 Friday night. And I was like, listen, you got to just tough it out. You can't eat anything. He's like, well, what, what can I eat? I'm dying. I was like, you can have a couple pickles. He had two pickles. And I was like, now just go to sleep. It's eight o'clock. We have to be at this tournament. You have to weigh in at seven. Thankfully, it's not an hour and a half away. It's like 20 minutes away. So, but I said, if you eat anything after six o'clock, it's going to tack on. You're going to have to, you know, you're not going to be able to burn it overnight. Um, look at me. I'm an, I'm an expert on this. I'm the picture of health. So um, he does it. <laughs> he wakes up. We're out of the house at like 6.35, 6.40. He gets there, weighs in at 7. Uh, finally weighs in. He makes weight at 7.10. He's like 119.5. He makes it. Great. It's 7.10 in the morning. The thing doesn't start till 9.30. It doesn't uh, make sense for me to go home. Uh, now I'm in the parking lot drinking a coffee, betting EPL and watching on my phone. Like English, English yeah. Premier. And I can't see him like until like 9.30. So that's a fun weight in the car right there. So uh, it's a constipated gambling morning in your driver's yeah, seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the, cult, the the Vikings game doesn't even start till ten, so I'm stuck. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have his match until eleven a.m. So now uh, we got there like six forty. It's eleven a.m. and he's probably going to have another match. It's double elimination. 
He goes out there, doesn't, didn't, God bless him. Great kid. Doesn't listen to anything I say. Gets pinned first period. And, uh, and then I, like in the spectator area, I could oversee like his group there. And he immediately gets off the mat and goes to his phone and is like playing this football game on his phone. I'm like, God damn it. I've been here like four and a half hours. He gets pinned in the first period. Now he's playing football. Like, why am I more worked up than it? So I, I yell, I'm like, Jack, meet me in the lobby. And he meets me in the lobby. We walk. It's about a two minute walk. We meet each other. And he says to me, he's like, I swear to God, he did this. He said, well, what'd you think? <laughs> what did I what did I think as if he like uh, he cradled Dan Gable and the, the 20 seconds in I was like Jack you gotta shoot man it's three one minute periods you have to you gotta be a great you can't score if you don't shoot he's like yeah yeah you're probably right you're probably right so his second match was much better he lost a close one but the what do you think four and a half hours after getting stuck in the first period was bewildering and uh, that's what you have to look forward to. Except your kid will probably be better. You're like, what do I think? I, we have to stop at a jack-in-the-box because I need to go to the bathroom. I've been in four and a half hours. <laughs> Holy shit, what'd you think? Jesus. That's, that's a classic. Um, my parent corner, my daughter came home late, late Thursday night. And, uh, and I was just thinking about it from my dog's perspective, Murph, who's, you know, not a rocket scientist, but the flight was late. She came home at like, it was like midnight, right? So my wife went and got her and comes back and mm. he's sound asleep and then wakes up and the doorbell rings and all of a sudden she's coming with a suitcase. She's like, Murph! And he fucking loses his mind. Really? It, it was like she'd come back from Vietnam in like 1973. <laughs> and I was thinking like, what do dogs think when somebody lives here and then they're just gone? Yeah. What what is their long term memory? Because sometimes when you leave a house and you come home, you could go get I could go get a Starbucks and come home a half hour later and Murph is like so excited I just came home. And I was like, I, I was just here a half hour ago. There's no way this is this exciting. But then when Zoe came home, he was like jump he was like jumping up in the air and like just mm. like losing his mind that she was home. So do you think he thinks like she's just gone? Like he's never gonna see her again? Or yeah. the dogs, like, are they too stupid? It's I'm giving them too much credit. I thought about this and I wonder, so is it anxiety or is it, do they think, is time different for them? Because obviously one year is seven years. So if she's gone for two months, she's gone, you know. So that's uh, like a year. Over a year. Yeah, it's yeah. over a year. So I'm going to, my limited knowledge of this and how much I want effort I want to put into it. I, I That's what I think. I think it's time seven. So if you were gone for coffee, for an hour, you're gone the whole day in their head. It strikes me that, you know, that there's way more dogs now than there used to be. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a dog now. I think when we were growing up, there were probably, I would say, one-tenth as many dogs. It seems like everybody and their brother has a dog now. Talk to Gavin Newsom. Oh, no, that's <laughs> something else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but we have, <laughs> we have such... Limited knowledge of dogs. Like I saw this Instagram video and it was like five, five signs your dog's happy. And it was like, <laughs> number one, your dog approaches you and, and sticks his paw out. And right. number two, your dog will come up and kiss you for no reason. And number three, your dog will do zoomies, like those circles and just be super happy. And I was like, oh, Murph does all those things. He must be happy. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fucking lunatic. How do I know if he's happy? Um, 
but we just have no intelligence. Anyway, so my daughter came home and uh, it's like, this is great. So glad to have her back. Can't wait. You know, didn't, haven't seen her since. Like, it started in the morning. <laughs> she was with friends. She was out. I, I've seen her like for a total of 10 minutes. Yeah. Listen, she, you posted a very nice thing about on Instagram and I think she responded with, I missed you the most, right? I think yeah. she actually well, said we that. Did, we went to dinner for Friday for an hour and that was about it. But, yeah, but to say she yeah. missed you the most, that's, that's got to make your wife. Listen, I've learned not to believe anything I read on yeah. social media. <laughs> there you go. But good to have her back. It's nice to have yeah. the, the unit. The nucleus is back. I love but, yeah, it. I was, nice. I just yeah. don't, I don't know. I, I just want to ask Murph. I just, I, I know we have AI. We have all these technological advancements. I mm -hmm. really want to be able to talk to dogs before the end of my life. 30 years from now, I want technology where we could just find out more what they're, they might just have nothing going on. They right. might just be like, I need to That's take a shit. I need to pee. I need it. to eat. I'm, I'm happy you're here. I'm sad you're not here. And it just might be those five emotions and that's it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I know a guy, it's going to cost you like three or $4 million who can answer all these questions for you. I'll, I'll, who I'll is send it? you the number. I'll send you the number. Brad it's, it's Mulcahy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he talks to dogs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Parenting is always going to be a little tricky and filled with split-second decisions, but buying a car doesn't have to be with CarMax. You can take a full month up to 1,500 miles to love your car or return it. That's the 30-day money-back guarantee. Learn more. Find a car you'll love today at CarMax.com. All right, before we go, quick NBA. Mm. As you know, I'm not allowed to bet MVP. I did notice Wait, can that- I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict in my head. Who I like. Don't, don't say Tatum 18-1. Stop with that. Let's, no. Let's Celtics look great. Celtics 14-0 at home. That's what it is, right? Yeah. 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 Pretty good. All right. They, good. I got to say, I was impressed. They had the back-to-back -back against Cleveland mm -hmm. and then the back-to-back -back against Orlando at home all in the same week. And it's like, all right, which one are they going to play the shit game in and lose, right? There's no way they're going to play well in all four of these. Didn't happen. They won all four of them. It was impressive. Yeah. They wouldn't good. have done that. Last year, they were the Bullman. So Halliburton 20-1. to one. That's nope. what you're saying. Ooh. Well, you told me Devin Booker a couple weeks ago. You still like that? I just like the odds. It was 26 to 1. But no, the Suns look like I, I'm a little worried about them. All right. I give up. Oh. SGA, 10 to 1. Ooh. Ooh. So here's the case. Well, he, he did it again last night. He hit the, I don't know if you saw it, but Denver's up one. Mm -hmm. They run the worst play ever for, you know, the, this trend where these teams try to kill the clock like 35 seconds left. That's like, let's burn as much clock as possible and then get a terrible three with two seconds left. Um, and SGA, they don't call timeout and he comes down and just nails a shot. But so OKC right now, they're 16 and eight. They're second in the West. They're plus 6.8 in a uh, point differential. And I think they're going to be a top three team if they don't do anything. Mm. But they have all the shit to trade. And the combo of like, I think you have to be a top two seed to be an MVP. I think you have to be one of the best five players in the league and one of the most valuable guys in your league. And you also be having to be having a really good season. He's averaging almost 31 points a game. Mm -hmm. Like he's a first team all NBA guy by any calculation. And if they make a trade and end up being like a 55 or 53 win team, something like that, 
I just think his odds should be better. So I was surprised because right now it's Jokic's plus 210, Luka's plus 430. And by the way, you compare Shea to Luka, mm. OKC's team is doing better and, and his stats are just as good. And his end of the game stats, he's probably one of the best end of the game guys in the league. Embiid is plus 430. Giannis is plus 850. Shea is 10 to 1. Tatum's 18 to 1. But to me, Shea should be second in odds right now. I think it should be Jokic and, and Shea. All right, let me so, tell you why I, I like this and why I hate it. Okay. I like it because I think it's important in these things for a guy you, you're suggesting to get votes. I, I feel like votes are important in these things. Like, <laughs> you know, so like people scream about McCaffrey. I'm like, that's not a good bet. Running backs don't get votes ever. Right. Stop it. I don't care what you're seeing on your TV. Uh, SGA was fifth in votes last year. Right. So he gets, you know, he's got some, I, I don't think you voted for him. And that's what I hate NBA. about it. I voted yeah. for him fourth, I think, for MVP last year. All right. So he gets votes. So he's among, he's in that group of uh, the select few that get votes. What I hate is you typically give me like four guys t- to bet on for MVP. And I just think it's like you and Dr. J, just it's a practical joke on me. You're just <laughs> laughing. You're just laughing. Or no, you in house or as something. Always, every time I do this, yeah. it's always about the value the odds. of yeah. the odds in the moment. Mm-hmm. And like when Booker was 26 to one, it was just, those are pretty good odds because it seemed like Phoenix had a chance to be really good. And the more we watch them, I think Phoenix mm-hmm. has a lot of flaws. I don't think they have any chance of being a top three team. So he but, averaged 31 last year though. You know that, right? I mean, I know you know that. Yeah, but so their was, team is way better. And I, yeah, I think if okay. the team, had, they're 40 and 42 last year and he was mm-hmm. number five MVP. This year, 16 and eight. And I think the thing, they're also, I think the highest scoring team in the league or, or their highest scoring team in the West. But what I like is the trade possibility because they have expiring contracts. They have all these picks. Like they might go get Lori marketing. Right. You know, they could get, I don't know, some, like pick anybody to put in there. And, and you know, what if they got, even if they got like Terry Rogier from OKC, they're going to get one more guy and they're going to get one more big guy. So, anyway. And then, so what seed will they end up with for him to, what, how high, where do they have to get? So this was my big prediction this year was I thought they were a 50-win team because of their youth and because they had a good guy and they had stuff to trade. Mm. I think they are unquestionably a top three seed because the thing with young teams is they're they're just healthier and there's less variance with them. They're just good every game because they're not. Mm. It's not like the Clippers where you're like, I don't know if James Harden is going to show up tonight because he's 34 years old. So... With them, like 16 and 8 is the right record. You could argue they actually blew a couple of games they should have won. But that means they're on pace for 48 and 24. So they're they're on pace for like 54, 55 wins. And that's before the trade. So they're going to add right. one more piece to this. The other thing is they hit with Kaysan Wallace, the guard they took. Like, that guy's good. He's playing for them. He hits threes. So, um, All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet it. And I'm not telling it, you to bet it. it. I'm no, just no, saying listen, I like the it value. If it doesn't even have to win. But if he doesn't get 50, po- 50 votes, which he had, you know, 46 last year, if he doesn't get 50, you have to ask Murph what his deal is and what he <laughs> believes and what he has. <laughs> I'll, I'll until, do a podcast with Murph. Yeah. Until he answers. You have to repeatedly ask, ask him <laughs> until he answers. That's your punishment. Doesn't get 50 well, votes. I thought Jokic was going to cruise, but Denver's down to 17 and 10. Yeah. And... I don't know. Are they going to get to 50 wins? And, they, you know, Embiid versus Jokic has at least been an argument for the first third of the season. But I think Shea, when you look at how young that team is, 
mm-hmm. right? This is Chet's first year. It's Jalen Williams' his second year. They had that whole Josh Giddy situation, which nobody knows how that's going to play out. They don't really have a deep bench. I think the fact that they're a top two seed is pretty great. So that's the right. case. All right. I already bet Giannis. I have to, at the end of the year, I do have like four guys to look at. So I, you might, I might as well have. SGA in there. I like the Giannis bet too. Giannis for the year is 31.6, 10.7 rebounds and five assists already. So, yeah, you know, but I just don't like the odds as much. All right. What do you got to plug? Uh, lots of things, lots of things uh, against the odds. Couple times this week. That'll be fun. Uh, ringer wise, guys, I hit my best bet, my dog, my prop parlay. That's always a good time on Sunday. Mm. We'll come to you on Christmas Eve. Uh, through the, uh, through the ringer with Tate Tuesday morning. And Cousin Sal's winning weekend, Boomer Esiason on this week. By the way, I asked Sims, I had Phil Sims on last week. I asked him your question about whether or not he was rooting against Hostetler in Super Bowl 25. What did he um, say? He got pissed. He left the Zoom. We had like half an interview. No, no. He said uh, he said it was a good question, but he absolutely was rooting for him. because. Uh, and then he went into how he, his ankle really hurt. <laughs> so he was. it's not like so he, he could have gone in. It's a ducking question. Yeah, that's it. All right. There you Good go. Good job by you, cuz. Good job by you, buddy. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton and Steve Cerruti, as always. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Don't forget new rewatchables coming on uh, Monday night, and I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. <laughs>